This is Opposite Attractions. This week's challenge, let's get combat trained. Welcome to Opposite Attractions, ladies and gentlemen, the show about theme park design that is technically possible. This is my, this is NPR week. I'm a- Hello, everybody, and um, welcome to Opposite Attractions, show about theme park design. I'm your host for the evening, Scotty Moore, joined as always by... Who's that guy we always love? Jim Murphy. He does a show that he loves a lot. It is... This one, you might find a ride, or you might die, Jim Murphy. Every day he's out there being Jim Murphy. That was a that was a stretch, uh, but it's okay. On uh, also um, did a danger recent, walks behind you <laughs> in the uh, in the recent uh, Ducktales episodes. They do tie it into the goofy movie universe <gasps> what as um as uh one of the characters shows off like vacation photos and one of his vacation photos photos is from lester's Possum oh yeah, yeah. i did i did see that online because i follow a podcast called <laughs> uh, i think it's called duck talk it's a ducktales podcast but yeah no i was like don't spoil it i'm not there yet i just started season two Della's still stuck on the fucking moon for some reason. But, Jim, it's the most... It's the saddest, but also most wonderful time of the year. It's the saddest because I can never go consume Beverly in Epcot ever again. (laughs) Because they destroyed the greatest attraction that Epcot had, which was Club Cool. But it's also... I... I thought the best attraction they had was the uh, the cranberry bog that they used during Flower and Garden. It's also very well. Speaking of Flower and Garden, it's not Flower and Garden time. It's my favorite time of the year: Food and Wine Festival. And I follow a guy on t- on Instagram, and he went to the Food and Wine Festival and decided to review some of the best things that they have. Oh, oh my God! Oh my God! This, okay, no, I found something I could fuck with. Warm raclette Swiss cheese in the Alps. It's raclette, which is just cheese poured over bread, boiled potatoes, pickles, and a bunch of other shit. It's a cheese mess that they're serving to you. <laughs> um, Let's see. <laughs> it says Mickey Mouse was here above it. My favorite thing about all of this is the fact that you could just put any of these options on a Casey's Corner hot dog, and it would be (laughs) the hot dog of the month. Um, Let's see, we got some paella, some jerk spiced chicken. Now, this is some stuff that I could mess with. I'm in the liquor section now. The Citrus Sunrise and Chai Kia, which, no, is not where you go get your best spicy furniture to put in your house. It's apparently a chai tea latte with tequila in it, and Jim, I can fuck with that so hard. <laughs> I would down fifty. This is. Oh wait, a, how long is, how long is food and wine? No, it's November twenty third. I'm not going down there in time. I'm going to January. Shit. 
What uh, what what country was this from? The Czechia. That's yeah. from uh, my favorite country or... that they have, Joffrey's. It's a really good country. <laughs> it's rep- I forgot about that. It's represented all over the parks. Man, I'm now I'm now trying to figure out. Like, do I have a Thursday off one day where I could just go to Atlanta, fly down, go to Epcot, and then that night fly back and that just just to enjoy a Chakia. Um, let's see, roasted lamb chop and a and a disgusting oh deconstructed I Pavlova. I don't think you should really mix caffeine and alcohol. Don't fuck with me on this, Jim. Bad. As a man who once ordered a monster energy drink with tequila and they said we can't do that and instead I I ordered two <laughs> shots of tequila and a monster energy drink on the side. No, it's fine. It doesn't do anything to you mentally. Look at me. I'm a normal boy. Nothing's wrong with me at all. Anyways, spicy hummus fries. It's what? <laughs> my nickname in high what school what is I'm this sorry. is it just fried hummus is that a thing okay we've got maple bourbon boursin cheesecake and blueberry wine which is of course in canada you need to give me you need to give me uh pavilion names for these so i know where to look at pictures uh, that one was canada i believe Oh, that makes sense. But oh man, no! What I oh. there was a very specific thing I was looking for, and I didn't find it on there. Uh, I don't think that was Canada. Canada just has the uh, the same stuff they always have. I think. Yeah. Hummus fries. I do not see hummus fries. Oh wait, now I'm on the official Disney parks where you can just look around and see everything. Oh god, banana almond soft serve. This is just us being fat for ten minutes. It's just us being like, gotta eat that. Oh, here's something else we can I eat. Did, I did drink that um that like ch- it was like chocolate flavored wine last year. Yeah. That was an experience. Now there is a new thing <laughs> called the donut box. Yes, I cannot wait. That's not open yet. It opens in like a couple weeks, I think. Oh my god. Orange vanilla Coke with St. Petersburg gin. It's a, I think, it, I don't know if it's a drink or a slushy, but either way, a sweet corn fritter with Fresno and red pepper jelly. Absolutely, yes. Now, the thing I was looking for, I thought was made with beer, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that was my mistake. It looks like it's made with beer, but it's not. And it's frothy ramen. <laughs> My my favorite Mexican Fro- wrestler. Frothy. <laughs> I will defeat you in the ring. I am Frothy Ramen. Okay, let's see. What is Frothy Ramen? Chilled noodles and dashi broth. What the fuck is dashi broth with a topping of foam? So they they just like like okay guys, we're gonna take some oodles and noodles and we're gonna run it through a soda stream. <laughs> And then we're going to put some of this fucking foam on the top. It's made, oh god, it's water, dried kelp, and bonito fish flakes. It's what? It's fish tank no, well, water. Bonito, it's fish Bonito t- fish flakes uh, is actually made from fermented skipjack tuna that basically it turns into like a, essentially a fish flavored block of wood. And then you, uh, you run it over like a wood plane like you would use in shop class in seventh grade. 
apparently very oh tasty. Oh my god. Absolutely not. It looks like a um, weapon that like <laughs> uh like Magnum TA would have used in like 1981. I hate it cuz some of these look really good, but then there's just one element of it that I'm like, <laughs> no. A croissant with garlic and parsley. Okay. And escargot. Yeah, the escargot. Now you see yeah. that last that's what messed me up. Uh, creme brulee, bouffe braise a la bordelaise, pomme de fi- <laughs> Wow, y'all put too much shit in that one. Uh, fondue, savoyard. You know, this thing. All right, they didn't France. bring up any of this in Beauty and the Beast, probably for that reason. Oh, yeah, warm Irish cheddar and stout dip with bread. <laughs> Just... I love the fact that Ireland, here's what they thought. This is what will represent Ireland. Sausage, cheese, bread, and potatoes. That's and it. And a lot of beer. That's really all you need. There's a lot of beer. And a lot of beer. Oh, no, no, no. They don't have beer, actually. They've got red ale, honey wine, so mead, and a Bailey's and Guinness milkshake. Oh, I forgot about that milkshake. Oh, that is yeah. a that is a milkshake that'll get you banned for life. <laughs> Which is why I need to go down there. They have Dole Whip with rum in it, Jim. Why am I not down there now? You, you went to the Halloween party instead of going to the first day of uh, food and wine, which was wait, the wait. same day. Wait, what? No, no. Actually, no. Wait, I'm wrong about. I might be wrong about that. Uh, the first day of food and wine, it was actually, I think, Galaxy's Edge Day. I think that was the same day as when Galaxy's okay, Edge Okay, I wasn't there for that. So I think maybe so it that's, was that. that's fair, then. Yeah. I've... I'm gonna go to my calendar and be like, what's a free, like, Wednesday and <laughs> Thursday I have? I'm willing to dosh out that, like, 60, 60 bucks Spirit Airlines flight <laughs> and a ticket to get into Epcot to enjoy all these goodies. Although, now that I think about it, I remember when we took the quiz of how much it would cost me to drink around the world normally. I'm just going to triple that. This is going to be a $1,000 trip. Uh, but, Jim, this is not a podcast where we read. <laughs> it's been a slow it's week. The, this I'm is sorry. the NPR. I mean, they killed, uh, they killed Club Cool, and they, they, uh, they killed the Starbucks, which, whatever. And... Oh, wait, really? Yeah, because that's where that was, too. Um, they're going to find a new place for yeah, it, though, because every gonna one of them it, has to have a Starbucks. They're going to put it in Mission Space. Yeah, exactly. Make that like, better. As you're riding yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Peppermint mocha frappuccinos for everybody who just had to enjoy that bullshit. Here you go. Have a great day. I mean, day. they did make the, 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 uh, that post-show, they made that area smaller, so they got room now. What? Oh, here's what they could do with the Starbucks. They could take the Starbucks and put it in the Imagination Lab and then have all the syrups listed, and you get to imagine your best they, Frappuccino adventure. The thing is, they did close all of that stuff last set, set Sunday, Saturday, but then, like, Tuesday, they had a thing about the new color of... Uh, merchandise that was Arendelle Aqua, and they held it in there, and people were very angry. <laughs> no, that's like, sucks. like, why are you sh- like you closed it, and that's shitty enough. But now you're gonna sell frozen stuff, or you're gonna show off frozen stuff in the husk of the building mm-hmm. for like VIPs yeah. and bloggers and stuff. 
So I, I like that we goofed long enough that we can edit out a lot of me just reading random recipes from the Epcot I was gonna Food put, Wine Festival. I was just going to put Flight of the Valkyries under, Ride of the Valkyries underneath of it. <laughs> no, no, it's like the Bon Appetit videos where it's her reading, like, reading everything that they used to make a Snickers bar, and after a while it's just fading yeah. different shit in and out. I do love those. Yeah, but Jim, like I said, this is not a podcast where we talk about how they fucked us over hard in Epcot. It's a podcast where we build our own theme park, the Epic Universe, TM, 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 TM. And it is the most dangerous theme park in America. Last week, we made a ride where it just didn't have a track at some point, and I thought nothing could top that in danger. And then you said... I want a ride or a show or whatever where you have to, it could also double as military training. Yes, I did. So, so what? <laughs> what? So, the, what? In, here, did something this, inspire this? Um, what dark machinations? Well, they, they do. There is rumor that Universal wants to use Epic Universe as a place for like corporate team building. Uh, oh, where they okay. can, where they can, uh, they can take part like like a section and like wall it off, and then put all the, like the conventioneers in a in a section. Like I guess have them uh, Super Mario Kart for a while and have them be better. <laughs> I was terrified you were about to be like they're going to start using ET for military <laughs> training. Give them all walkie talkies. How... Tell them to pretend they're guns. Yeah. Uh, or what they could do is they could train them how to deal with torture. By strapping them into the theater seats at Shrek 4D <laughs> and just have them there for the whole time. Train them. Do like uh, replace the the video in Supercharged with the with just the movie Speed. Yeah. <laughs> no, that'd make it better. We know it would. All right. So, what did you bring um, to the table this week? Okay. So, I. Uh, I did want to do, like, kind of an upchargey, you know, special, like, thing. Because this is kind of intense as a corporate team-building exercise. Because yeah. uh, eight-year-old Kevin McAllister was accidentally left in his house by his family. Oh, yes! Uh, yes, Jim! You might say alone thank in his you. home. And uh, shenanigans Jim, happened. Jim, thank you for this gift! You've given us such a gift on this um, day. It's it gets worse. Um, shenanigans happened. Uh, you know he, he's afraid of the furnace. He's afraid of his serial killer neighbor. He accidentally joins ISIS. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's my favorite part of the movie. And honestly. so, as part of your, and then he decides like he doesn't want to really do that anymore. He needs out. So part of this team yeah. building exercise is you have to safely extract uh, Kevin McAllister from his home while dealing not only with the traps he set, but also with the Taliban. <laughs> okay! And so I present uh, I this... Just... I refer to this as uh, Macaulay Culkin Presents a Series of Unfortunate Events sponsored by the U.S. Army. Is it... A ride? Is it, it is, just it is, a stand? It is kind is it... of like an escape room, but you're a, yeah, it's more of a survival dungeon. <laughs> survival dungeon is my new favorite term for escape room. Um, 
Can I propose one additional thing? And it's that the Taliban kidnaps Kevin McAllister because he's a boy genius and they force him to work on weapons of mass destruction they can use in the war, but he opts instead to build a suit of mechanized <laughs> armor out of it. And the very last part of the show is Kevin McAllister busting out in an Iron Man suit and just blasts everybody away. I, I like the idea of there being... It's, it's basically uh, you as uh, this, like, like you and your corporate buddies get to play as, um, as the military and like yeah. employees of Epic Universe have to play the Taliban and like they know what's well, going on. But, but you don't, but so, so they have to like kind of play just behind all the traps that you're trying to get through. Like, it's, yeah, it's yeah, staged yeah. for them, but not for you, so you really have to watch out for things like uh, getting shot in the crotch by a BB gun, or having paint cans thrown at your face, or, uh, like, micro-machines. Yeah, can I propose that the leader of the affair, our lieutenant, who I assume will not will be an Epic Universe employee, can it be the old man who lives next door who saves him at the end of the oh, movie, the creepy old man? Yeah, but he's dressed in military it, fatigues. Old man Marley, yes. I mean, we could also use the pigeon lady from Home Alone too, if you want to do that. No, yeah, it's both of them, both of them together. Uh, or no, I mean, if John Candy wasn't. Uh, Sadly deceased. I mean, we could use Gus, yeah. Gus Polinski, the, the Polka King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with this idea. I'm down with... I don't think... Is there... Before we get into mine, is there a possible way to do a ride to prep you for military training that's not Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin? Because <laughs> um, that's really the only one I can think of. Again, I think there is Fast and Furious Supercharged as a... As a military exercise, <laughs> a torture I mean, they show you how to deal with like annoy like other agents of the of the government that are annoying. Uh, how to dance with ladies. Um, how to have how a bigger to, uh, gun. Li- how to literally kill a man while people watch from a bus, a la The Rock. Which oh, that was another <laughs> one of my personal favorite stories about the uh, the former lead from. La- we need to give them a secret code name of of a big gun. Of big gun, our uh, associate, our in is apparently her boyfriend and I were talking about it one day, and I said, yeah, you know The Rock kills a guy. And he goes, no, he doesn't. She went to ride the ride the next day and went, holy fuck, he does! He kills, like, three dudes in a row! This is amazing! That's that's only three, though? Because that's, like, 12 or so less than It's a Small World, so that's not too bad. Yeah. Maybe it's a tank. And everything inside looks like a tank. And it could be a real um, fucking shitty Galaxy's Edge Millennium Falcon ride, whose name I'm forgetting, where everybody gets a different place in the tank. And as you go through, you're practicing your tank moves Um, as you go through. But, like, normal people can enjoy it, too. I mean, what about just, like, trying to perform Cirque du Soleil with no training? I mean, that's just... I've seen people do that. We can call that Penn and Teller's Juggler's Run. That's what we can call that. (laughs) Juggler's Run! 
Fuck it's you. a really I'm long way to go. Podcast <laughs> ever again. No. I mean, you took the single rider line into that joke, and I had to wait standby for like three and a half hours to get around that, that, to that joke. <laughs> okay. So my ride is, uh, I don't know why, we've been really IP heavy this season. I actually was going to use the, uh, my original idea was going to be the um, obstacle course that was used in the military school that Bart and Lisa went to on that one episode of The Simpsons. With the, with yeah, the, yeah. With the, the like the rope crawl over the briar patch. Mm-hmm. Well, mine is uh, in lieu of like a Fear Factor Live or, uh, is that the only like, game show that they turned into like a, a real stunt thing they do at a theme park I mean, or am I as far as stunts i mean they did have who wants to be a millionaire play it and they had the american idol experience which is kind of a torture uh thing yeah and what else did they do uh lights motors action um yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well mine is inspired by this is almost like a reboot of a famous game show from the 90s and you go in and everybody's sitting in the uh, <laughs> Jim just made the most excited face like I know it, I think I know it's coming and I'm very happy um well you go in and you all get in your seats and then a host comes out and he goes hello everybody and welcome to the adventure of a lifetime welcome to fucking glass shatters above your heads and then people come dropping in from the sky and they take all of like the stunt actors in the background they take them out and they're like kidnapping them and they're pulling them away and basically getting hostages and running off to the back and uh then you guys at the same time are like trapped you're not allowed to leave so you're kind of stuck in your seats the host is gone everybody is gone i don't remember this from family double dare but okay go on (laughs) and then suddenly a big slab of rock falls down and behind it you see the massive face of the famous god known as old mac (laughs) and old mac (laughs) looks upon you all and he goes well that happened, I guess. <laughs> uh, you are all going to have to put your legends of the hidden temple skills to the test as you go throughout all of the various challenges to rescue all of the kidnapped hosts and employees we had working. <laughs> if everyone will give me a moment, I will try to unlock you and allow you to leave your seats. And as he does that, Basically, I don't know why I'm thinking like a lap bar system, like something to keep you in the seat. And then he unlocks that and releases you. And then he reveals, and also, if you look underneath your seats, you've got a surprise. It's a gun! (laughs) And now everybody in the crowd has a gun. It's airsoft. I'm not going that buck wild yet. And basically, it's now your gig for the rest of this hour-long adventure to work together in teams. Olmec's gonna be the one who kind of is like, All right, everyone in Section 1, you take the area behind me. Section 2, go to the middle. Section 3, off to the left. Section 4, you're the silver snakes. Section 5, purple (laughs) parrots. Red... 
Yeah, Blue yeah, iguanas, yeah. I, I think. Yeah, he goes through that. He gives you all nicknames. Uh, you all get official. <laughs> I don't know why it's it's leftover guts material because we were gonna do guts, but it's also body armor to prevent you from really getting hurt by the fucking airsoft in case anybody shoots one the wrong way. Everybody gets a helmet, and then you go through. And your entire section has to kind of formulate a plan of how they're going to go in and free whoever has been captured in that area. So one area will have, like, a cameraman. One area has the key grip. One has, like, uh, I don't know, maybe, like, a writer dude or something. And then finally, after you got all of those three, they bring you back out to the center. And now each of the three uh, kidnappees chooses who they think is the best from each group and it's their job to do the temple run and try to capture the host at the end of the temple run also you do still have a gun you can shoot the other competitors but it is highly frowned upon in this situation we may have a referee who comes in and is like hey don't shoot anybody if they're not a bad guy. If you shoot a good guy, you will be taken out of this ride and booted from the theme park. Can we get but Kirk Fogg, too? Let... Can we get Kirk Fogg? Because, yes. I mean, the thing is, though, Legends of the Hidden Temple had like a had like a, like a 20 or 30% success rate on purpose because they couldn't afford to give everybody trips to space camp. So yeah, they literally, yeah. like, purposefully made it impossible to win. Yeah, that's why I took out all the shitty stuff in the beginning. <laughs> but no, because I, I want to have D. Bradley Baker's voice saying that, like, the that who we have to, like, like, the mysterious car keys of Billy the Key Grip. And, like, it just yeah. zooms in on, a, on, like, a pair of, like, fiat keys that are laying in the shrine of the Silver Monkey. That's what we have to mm -hmm. get to. And then the big twist at the end is that after you capture the host, they all run down and then it's the four people you've saved standing by one another and they're going, who could have done this? Who did this to us? And then you hear a laugh as a massive hat flies across the back and then they all start snapping in unison and then they go, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> and it was Carmen. Carmen led this whole siege on you. No, it wasn't her. It was just Rockapella is what it was. No, no, they are Rockapella. That's the thing. She wants them back, and she was trying to kidnap them for that reason. <laughs> and it was your job to keep them where they belong on the new Legends of the Hidden Temple presented by the Jersey Dance Epic Universe. I thought you were going to go with Mike O'Malley and Moe as being the, the bad guys. Or Mark Summers. You could have went the Mark Summers way. Oh, Just yeah, like yeah, no, no, no. It's Carmen San Diego. She's mad that there was a superior game show to her, and she wanted to make sure it was over. Also, they stole Rockapella from her. <laughs> he beats, Jim... her, beats her with beats him up with one of them poles with a with a red siren on top of it with them on the red lights. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna plant this in the country called your ass. Is where I'm gonna plant this. Yeah, but Jim, we've created two very successful rides that will kill several people <laughs> but now it's time for the challenge for next i will right only week. kill them if they try to open the door with the blowtorch above it 
No, I think most of it's gonna kill him. <laughs> most of it's gonna kill him, Shep. But now we gotta get a challenge for next week. And next week, I wanna do a ride that's... How about this? I wanna do a kid's ride that's spooky. So I want it to be like... what it, This once was... Um, like, uh, to fucking small world. But now, after a long time, it's gotten old and grizzled and dilapidated. And it's now a creepy, terrifying ride. <laughs> it, Not unlike Winnie the Pooh. It, it became, uh, it became, uh, the Grand Fiesta Tour Legend of the Three Caballeros. <laughs> yeah. So that is our challenge for next week, Jim. But until then, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I'm on Twitter at apparently smart, and uh, uh, look for the link on my Twitter page for my my little tabletop RPG about going to Disney World and trying not to be uh, banned and or put into s- social media slavery. Disney jail. Yeah. <laughs> Putting Disney jail is what it is. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo S C O T T Y E M O. You can also find me on Expedia later tonight, trying to find very <laughs> cheap plane tickets to Orlando, Florida. <laughs> and also remember to buy all my books on Amazon and to check out all the other programs online at a load of pure BS.com. We've got a load of BS. We've got Fight Boys. We've got Fun Fiction, which is hopefully coming back for its second season. The reboot, if you will, is coming soon. I'm in the middle of working on it right now. And you can find it all at a load of purebs.com. And remember to join the BS Moon Marines over at patreon.com slash a load of BS. You get tons of perks. You get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week like Ransom Meltzer. You get access to our exclusive show, You Paid for This, where we watch terrible movies and commentate over them. We're trying to find one that involves terror birds. We don't know. We just like terror birds because it's fun to say the words terror terror birds so you get access to that our discord tons of cool perks waiting on you at patreon.com slash a load of bs but of course until next time remember to find us at opposite dash attractions.com and to find jim and me on twitter at op at show that's called um that is opp att S-H-O-W. For NPR, I've been Scotty Moore, and we'll see you next week. Are you down with OPP?